That is yeah. that is 2019's reckless love uh, for for us. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Uh, another in the fire that is just sweeping through our church and many churches. Just so powerful to to know wherever you're walking, he's there. He's he's there. Mm. And he's put people in your life to to walk alongside you. Yeah, that's right. That's uh, you actually know how to walk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, Dreisenstein. It is Friday, and it is a special Friday as we head into the year fifty seven eighty on the Hebrew calendar. Rosh Hashanah twenty nineteen. As always, Ray Haynes, who is our general manager, comes in and teaches on the Jewish feasts. There is a blog already up at victory.radio, so you can click on that and follow along in some of the things he's talking about. Everything will be posted up later today. Yes. And podcasted is it on the on the new More Radio Victory 91.5 app. Just jump on that thing, and you'll mine's all the way to the right. It's all it's posted up through Passover right now, so I got to put up the rest later today. With the blog <laughs> is got a little bit on it. Hey, Jake, a look at the moon. If you happen to uh, be awake this morning, mm-hmm. there's this little sliver of a smile. It looks like smiling down on the sky mm-hmm. as we get ready for the new moon. This old one will be fading away as mm. fifty-seven seventy-nine will be fading away by Sunday night. So we are going to talk about uh, just so many things uh, this morning. I always try to limit the amount of Hebrew so it doesn't get too intense, but uh, because we're entering a new decade, 5780, mind you, the 80, we uh, it just changes everything. And so we're going to get a little bit deeper into the prophetic realm uh, this morning with the letters and all. So the uh, biblical year 5780 starts Sunday evening. We'll continue till nightfall Monday night filled with great foods, trumpets, and rest. Uh, Rosh Hashanah means head of the year. The uh, reason it's called the head of the year is because it marks the literal beginning of creation. Just like the head controls the body, our actions have a great impact on our life. So what we do on this day can make a big impact on the rest of the year. That's mm. kind of the concept. How do you celebrate Rosh Hashanah anyways? So a couple of ways, four or five at least, of them. remember and celebrate. So there's amazing events that all occurred or will occur the first day of this biblical year. First and foremost, it was the f- the sixth day of creation. So it's when you were made. It's it's humanity's beginning. Adam and Eve were created this day. So it's a good time to go. Thank you, God. Uh, he made you. He he saw you five thousand seven hundred eighty years ago and decided, yeah, we're going to go with that one. So it's a huge day just to consider what the world would be like without you. It's also when he made livestock, creatures that move along the ground, and wild animals. Chihuahuas. That's what I'm thinking. So <laughs> be nice to your chihuahua day. Give them a, something nice or her a nice <laughs> Or cats, if you have to. Uh, it was the birthday of Joseph as well as Pharaoh Sesostris I. They both had the same birthday. Mm. It's the day of coronation because it was when Pharaoh crowned Joseph ruler over Egypt, second only to him. It's the birthday of the prophet Judge Samuel. It's also Isaac's birthday. Hmm. It's the day Abraham took Isaac up to the mountain to sacrifice him, and then God gave Abraham a ram to take Isaac's place. So it's a real tie-in with Passover there on that one. So that's not it, though. There's more. It's likely the day that Jesus was born. Hmm. 
He came as the second Adam to redeem mankind. So Rosh Hashanah is probably the real Christmas. So it's a tremendous day to remember Jesus and celebrate him. We know from Scripture that Jesus was born six months after John the Baptist, who was born at Passover. Now, there are several options in the fall feast, so there's not wholesale agreement on the date. I'm going to show you later on why I believe he was born on September 11th, 3 B.C., on Rosh Hashanah. That's part of this. Uh, speaking of celebrating Rosh Hashanah, it's also called the Feast of Trumpets. God says in Leviticus 23 to have a holy convocation commemorated with trumpet blasts. So it's called Yom Teruah, the day of shouting or blasting. 100 blasts of the shofar are blown over the course of Rosh Hashanah morning services. The Feast of Trumpets marks the end of the summer harvest. The Day of Atonement is near when you stand before God. It's quite prophetic as the church. We are in the midst of the great harvest just before the Day of the Lord. The Feast of Trumpets is God's wake-up call, so to speak. We don't have forever. It's that reminder. If you have a passion for souls, this is when you win souls. The Hebrew root of the word shofar means to beautify. Mm. When we turn to God, it's when we're made beautiful. Mm. The shofar is the voice of God, quite literally. Since God speaks in diverse ways for different situations, the shofar has several distinct blasts, which we will start off the next break with, because I totally forgot to email them to David. Uh, so other ways to celebrate Rosh Hashanah, you have remembering, you have repenting, you have trumpets, you have food, you eat apples dipped in honey and raisin bread dipped in honey. That's a cool holiday. Mm -hmm. Eat honey for a sweet year. It's kind of like, you know, the southern traditions of greens and beans and all. Eat fruit to have a fruitful year. Eat pomegranates. They have 613 seeds. Same number of commandments in the Bible. So. Which is crazy. It It's really mind-blowing when, you know, for someone that's never heard of even the Jewish calendar. Yes. Everything in, in creation lines up with the Jewish calendar. It's not just everything. something that you know, oh, we follow this calendar or that calendar. All of biblical history is based off of the Jewish calendar. It's just, uh, there's so many things that as you go through and you ponder through and you watch it, it's just going to blow your mind mm. over and over and over and over. That's just the way it is. Mm. And that gave me enough time to hit send right here. So I'm going to send you a file real quick while we're doing this. Okay. Leanna has so the Shofar app. Dude, I, no, play? I don't have it anymore. I think oh. I, had to, I had to make room yeah. or something. Yeah. You, can, you can actually play the shofar on an app, and, and yeah. as you tap it, it it, it, it taps out the sounds. Yeah. Where have I been? Come on. <laughs> All right, well, uh, he's going to look for that. I'm going to tell you what, what it's going to sound like. So there's three words that, uh, the main primary words that sum up what the, the voice of God, as they say. Takiyah, in, in ancient Israel, you have this one long sustained blast. It was kind of like the, the town caller that was going going, it's 11 o'clock and all's well. It was this long blast to tell you all was well. It's reassuring. It's the watchman guarding the city. It reminds us that God is constantly drawn us near so we could receive his strength and comfort. If we would learn to hear his voice near us, it, it calms us. It gives mm -hmm. us peace. And that's Takia. Uh, Shivarim, three consecutive blasts uh, signal something significant was happening. It could mean good tidings as a general rule. God rejoices over us with singing and dancing. So it's that kind of a sound. Uh, Teruah is the, the one where the nine rapid blasts. It was the sound of alarm. It meant you were under attack. It's mm. bad. So we encounter that with the Holy Spirit, right? You ever feel your skin kind of crawl mm -hmm. during a temptation or when danger is near? That's that teruah, right? So mm. do you have that ready to go? 
I have not. Did you send it to uh, my email? Yes. Uh, or U.S. mail? Or <laughs> it's still going. It has not been received yet. Oh, okay. Well, uh, well, but, then I, we'll... but I'm downloading the Shofar app. <laughs> <laughs> We're way ahead of you. All right. So one other thing. So we'll get to the sounds of the trumpet because you can't have Rosh Hashanah without trumpets. Oddly enough, they say it doesn't begin until you hear the sound of a trumpet. Uh, casting off is my favorite of all the Rosh Hashanah traditions. It's something. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> it's, such, it's such a sad show far. <laughs> He's just being born. He'll grow up in a few minutes. We'll be ready. There's a custom. I think he it? needs to marinate a little longer. <laughs> I hope one comes okay. through. Good job, honey. I found this one that's really deep, so it's kind of cool. Okay. One called Tashlik. And Tashlik is very, very cool. It means to cast off. So you empty your pockets in a stream or toss pebbles or bread in a stream. You don't have to get in the stream, but on the edge of the stream. It symbolically means you're casting your sins into the depths of the sea or you're leaving your past year behind, which I really love. Mm -hmm. It's like our January 1st New Year. You might make resolutions. You might want to change behaviors to avoid temptation or sin, some things you've learned this year. Uh, you want to pray and prepare for anything God shows you about the coming year. So that's all called Tashlik. So let me walk through real quickly a few of those Tashlik uh, prayer kind of items. If you were to stand alongside that stream like I do, uh, and our family does, um, let us cast away the sin of deception. That's such a big one. So that we'll mislead no one in word or deed, nor pretend to be what we're not. And it sets your heart right. Let us cast away the sin of vain ambition, which prompts us to strive for goals, which bring neither true fulfillment or genuine contentment. That takes a lot of our life. Let's cast away the sin of stubbornness so that we'll neither persist in foolish habits or fail to acknowledge our will to change. Uh, let's cast away the sin of envy so that we'll neither be consumed by desire for what we lack nor grow unmindful of the blessings which are already ours. Mm -hmm. That's just huge, especially here in America. Let's cast away the sin of selfishness, which keeps us from enriching our lives through wider concerns and great sharing and for reaching out in love to other human beings. Let us cast away the sin of indifference so that we may be sensitive to the sufferings of others and responsive to the needs of people everywhere. And let us cast away the sin of pride and arrogance so that we can worship God and serve God's purpose in humility and truth. That is somebody else's seven Tashlik points that they deal with in prayer, and I just absolutely love that. Mm -hmm. So I kind of made it mine through the years. Did uh, the uh, nope. little little guy grow up? Nope. He did grow up. Nope. All right. So, well, we'll uh, after this, uh, we'll come back and we'll see if we can make that thing Were happen. you using your Netscape account? <laughs> <laughs> Where's that donkey when you need him? Donkey. <laughs> uh, it's, it's Victory 91.5. Uh, this will all be posted on a podcast on the new More Music, Victory 91.5 music app. And, and today is a great day to get it because you may be on your commute and you don't want to miss a segment of Ray teaching on Rosh Hashanah. And when you get out of the listening area, you'll be able to listen to it on your app. Technology is ever-changing.